We are live for a very special divisional round playoff NFL weekend. And we had to bring in a special somebody to make his first ever, first yeah. ever draft cast appearance just because we got some blue boys in the house and we couldn't double team Dave down there all by himself. So it's a very special occasion. The universe is listening and we got a Giants Eagles. NFC East matchup, and all these NFC East teams look really strong, except for the Eagles who sat home just resting like they should be right now because they were the best team all year long. They really were. Um, NFC is pretty much trash, and Tom Brady is terrible, and he owes me some money, him and Leonard Fournette, because I was on the wrong side of Fournette. Um, that definitely hurt last night or a Monday night. But we got a special show. We're going to be doing a draft cast. we got Joel, room for these Giants. And then we got Tony and Dave out in Philadelphia right now. Dave, man, you told us today we were talking some trash. We were, we were keeping it polite, but you're actually going to the game on Saturday night. So where are you sitting? Who are you taking? What are you wearing? How much money you put on the Eagles? Give me, give me it all. I'll have an Eagle mask on. I might go shirtless. I haven't decided yet. Right around 40 degrees. Eagles we'll, we'll decide what's, a, what's an Eagles mask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just going uh, as me, man. I'm just going as me, rocking and rolling. Hey, sitting in the south end zone um, where the players come out of the tunnel, uh, uh, right on the set level, not the upper deck, but right in the middle band. Can't wait to go. I've been to a couple Eagles-Giants playoff games the last time we played here, uh, settled on Acres field goal kick, but I remember one you know, a few years ago as well where the Giants, Jason Seahorn had a pick against us, kind of ruined it early up in the Meadowlands. So it's a great rivalry. And um, I'm excited to go. I'm excited to represent the squad, Tone. I can't wait to fly Eagles fly. Yeah, it's baby. funny. Me and Tony were live on Sirius when the line dropped. It opened up at eight and a half to the Giants. Mm -hmm. By the time we ended the show, it was down to seven. I was telling Tony, I'm like, Tony, if there's a time to bet the Eagles, it's right now at seven. It's back up to seven and a half. So what happens in this game? Did the Eagles roll here? Did they win by double digits, or do you see a tight game? Oh, come on, man. Listen, I, I I'm going to stick to the script. That's all I'm serious. That I think it's going to be a tight game. I all my boys telling me blow out, blow it. Nah, mm -hmm. I, I, listen, 28-24, 27-23. This is this is going old school, man. We're going like Jim Fossil days. We're back. We're, we're, we're back to the old NFC John Fox rivalry, man. This is going to be close. It's a battle. And I just, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest with you. Yep. Joe, I let these guys talk, man. Tell them we're going to lose. <laughs> Tell them the Giants going to upset them. Tell them you put in a thousand dollars on the money line. Let these boys know that they're about to not only lose their pride, they're going to lose the game and they'll probably lose some money. If they bet on those Eagles, huh? Listen, and you, if you've watched our show this year, you know I'm a realist about the Giants. I don't say they're going to win every week. I do say when they're overmatched. I normally don't pick the Giants, to be honest, and I'm a big Giant fan. But, <laughs> but, listen, I, I, this is what we were talking about before the show, right? There is a perfect storm of events. That, I'm not saying, you know, the Giants should be favored. Obviously not, but. There's a perfect number of events that I think put the Giants in a really good position this weekend. And yep. those few things are – I think it's good that for the Giants and the Eagles basically haven't really been playing at full force for four weeks, right? Jalen's been hurt. Um, he came back in week 18 where the Giants didn't have everyone out there, and the Giants were competitive with the backups. 
The Giants have momentum going into this game. I'll be the first to tell you the Vikings defense stake. So let's not overreact to the Giants beating the Vikings. But they went out, they took care of business, they won the game. Uh, and they are carrying a lot of positive mojo, for lack of a better word, into Saturday night in what's going to be, right, a division rivalry. And what do we know happens in the NFL? Weird things happen in division rivalries. Are the Eagles the better football team? Absolutely. I won't deny that. But it's a division rivalry. Good things are happening for the Giants. They have a lot of momentum. It's not a good spot, I think, in my opinion, for the Eagles right now. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's not. Um, and I agree. Yeah, as, as a – as a Giants fan, Joe, I'm sure you're happy that Sean Jackson's out of the playoffs. You don't got to worry about that guy. But the way I see it is this. Giants have more momentum. Daniel Jones stepped up and played great. The guy hasn't got credit his entire career. Um, Hodgin stepped up. They really didn't need Barkley to win that game. Yeah, Barkley scored two touchdowns, but he didn't really have a, a monster game here. And I think it's better that Jalen's rested. And I was telling Dave before you guys hopped on, there's more stress on Jalen this year than last year. So they should be in this game. I think it's going to be a tight game tone. I do think the Eagles should win. If I had to bet money on like which team is going to win, I would say the Eagles are going to win. But I think it's tight. And the way the Giants are just as an organization is like, they these are the ways they win a Super Bowl or make it deep. Not when they have like the best team ever, when they just have – a good enough team that's playing well. So I think it's going to be a tight game. I do think the Eagles win, but I think Giants fans and the Giants themselves, they're free rolling into this. It's like no pressure on, even though there's a lot of pressure, but like they didn't expect to be here. Now they're here and they're catching Jalen off injury. And then you guys have some other injuries that are out there too on your defensive side and offensive line. So like you're not at full strength, not that the Giants are at full strength, but it's going to be a, a tight game here. Um, and we get to bet on it. We get to work on some player props, and we also get to build some lineups. So we're going to be building some lineups. Make sure you check us out at winddailysports.com. Let's go to the first game, though, Tone. We've been watching Mahomes. We've been watching Trevor Lawrence, and I want your thoughts on this game, man, from a DFS perspective, betting perspective. Do they just get manhandled by the Chiefs in this game? Well, hold on. Because I, I, you know, Dave didn't get to talk, so we get to Dave in a minute. Because Dave's gonna yeah. back me up here. But you, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you're thinking Jalen Hurts is under more stress than ever right now. This dude just Pressure. went out and played at MVP Pressure. level. Hold on, he's gonna get forty six to fifty million dollars a year, even if he goes and lays a freaking egg in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. This dude is the most unstressed quarterback in the NFL. The guy who should be stressed is your boy Danny Dimes because who knows what's going to happen next year. There's a lot of baggage on that team when it comes to free agency. I'm just saying. So the person that needs to be stressed is Danny Dimes. And, and please, let's not make him out to be Joe Montana. He did. He had a couple of games, and I and I like Danny. He's a good kid. But come on, give me a freaking break with this Danny Dimes stuff, okay? So, <laughs> let, let let, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Danny Dimes talk that everybody all of a sudden he's like this supreme freaking athlete needs to stop. Um, hey, so let me make a counterpoint to that real go quick. Ahead, go ahead, Joel. Hook it up. Let's go. Jalen, I think you made a good point. I just think the result is different, right? I think you look at Jalen Hurts, you're right. He's getting paid 40 to 50 million. Either way. Outcome. If Danny Dimes goes out and beats the Eagles <laughs> and has a perfect game, He's also making 40 to 50 million after this game. So there's a lot more incentive on Danny Dimes to come out now this week and say, listen, balls to the wall. If I ball out here, I'm getting rich. 
doesn't if Hurts has a terrible game, he's still going to be rich. So it won't really matter for him. That's Joe, the yeah, my, Joe, 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 to the, all right, you go, Dave. Go first. Come on, Dave. Give me some fly thing. goes fly, yeah, baby. Let's it, go. Comment to the pressure thing, and, and that's where I get skewed. Like I said, he played in a playoff game last year. He played in a national championship game. This isn't going to be anything bigger for Jalen Hurts playing the New York Giants, which all due respect have a terrible defense. They have one player, Dexter Lawrence, that's great, and we got to find a way to kind of you know contain him. But outside of that, we hung 49 on this team when we had a full squad. So it, let's just be honest. It's going to be a good game. But I don't think there's pressure on Jalen. I, I think he's going I to need to correct you again. He's got bench in the national championship game, and they needed the backup to come in to win the game. So if you want to talk about pressure, if another big game happens again and he's not playing well, it's Boldy, and that could be his career. Gard- Garner played. time. Garner time. Yeah, but oh. that's the point. Like, he has played in big games. We can't I want to add, we'll, we'll, we'll continue finding about this. Let's take a quick minute break. I just want to ask you guys a question because I saw this on Twitter, and I thought it was actually a really good question. Um, I'm not going to take credit for it, but someone put out there, if you had to pay Danny Dimes or pay Lamar Jackson, and you get a slight discount on Danny Dimes, whether, you know, you pay Lamar five years, 200, and maybe you get Danny Dimes for five years, 140 or 150, whatever it is. Dave, what do you say there? Do you, do you take the younger, healthier Danny Dimes, or do you take Lamar Jackson, explosive, can break any type of play, Lamar Jackson. I've never been the biggest Danny Dimes fan, but over the past three, four weeks, he's shown me something. And I'm to the point now that I would load up on Danny if I'm the Giants. Look, Lamar's great. You know, we all love him, but there's just not enough confidence he can do it year in and year out for 17 games. And, I, you know, Danny does, and, and he does it with running, and he does it with passing, and – I I think he's earned a spot to stay in the blue, the big blue. Joe, if you had a choice, and not even let's forget the Giants. If you're the the any team out there who can go out there and do it, would you take Lamar or you take Danny Dimes at a discount, slight discount? So the reality is, Danny Dimes is good, and he deserves to be a starter in the NFL. He doesn't deserve to make forty million or anything like that. Yeah. The problem is, there's probably only seventeen quarterbacks that are good. <laughs> And there's 30 teams. So teams will overpay for a guy to get someone who you know, can compete. So he's going to get overpaid because there's just not enough quarterbacks out there and someone needs to go get one. Um, there's no alternative. The Giants have to resign him. He's, they got to overpay him a little bit just because what else are you going to do? Right? You've got a team that's competing and you're going to start with what if you don't have Danny Dimes? But so. if you had the choice, though, would you take a L- Lamar or you take a discounted Danny Dimes? I mean, Lamar is better right now for sure. I do have concerns with Lamar long term because I don't think that style is going to last for very long. Whereas, while Danny Dimes runs a lot too, he's a I think Danny Dimes is a little bit bigger and doesn't rely as much on his running. So, um, and Danny Dimes is a little bit younger still. So, for long term Dimes, but I mean, if, if if like if I was the Jets who are, can like win now, I'd rather have Lamar. Tone, your, your thoughts here? I think you're leaning Lamar by the way you're making I'm, the face I'm, I'm just, I'm just, can somebody pinch my arm and just tell me, am I sitting in a room right now where we're comparing Lamar Jackson and Danny freaking Dimes? Um, this is a, a a former MVP, am I not correct? Guy could take over a game at any given freaking time. If you have the option, you 100% go with Lamar Jackson. I mean, uh, unless the guy's got 
two legs that are falling off, you go with Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I agree with Joel. Listen, Danny Dimes has played well, like Dave said, and, but he's not a $40 million quarterback. He is by default. Yeah. Right. He is by default. He, he He's like, you know, he's not like Chase Daniel stealing money for the, you know, forever. But I mean, he's going to get paid by default. But come on, man. We're talking about Lamar Jackson versus Danny Dimes. Are we kidding right now? I, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't, think, know. I don't I, think, I, but If you could get a third of the price, Danny Dimes, and not have to pay the, because you got to do something to get Lamar. They can franchise tag him. He's special. Hold on. Let me add this then. If you are the GM right now, where this of the Baltimore Ravens, where you've been this year, if you had Danny Dimes right now, you might still be playing. Yeah, that is true. Cost you, right? and and I'll, I'll say this I'll say this to kind of cap this conversation. I think if, and I'm not no doctor, I'm not there, but I, I think there would have been a good chance that Lamar played if he was under contract. I agree. Like, I agree. there's probably no, a I, good chance. And I'm not pretending to be doctor i'm not there no. but there's probably a good chance and if i was lamar jackson i wouldn't have played without my contract if i'm at no. all banged up because i didn't see that as a super bowl team you didn't put enough talent out there and i know it sucks to say but like they messed up the entire situation 100 they deserve to lose the game and i'm sure lamar Ooh. was laughing at home when he would have scored from there they would have won that game probably that was a game they could have easily won, but you know, Tone, Kansas City favored by eight and a half. Did they cover that spread? Because they typically don't cover in this spot uh, as this this big a favorite. I saw something on Twitter earlier, like he's like Mahomes is like eleven and eighteen, you know, and there's more than a seven point uh, favorite at home, whatever the case may be. How do you see this game being played out? Because I don't think the Jags look great, but they moved on and. You know, four deceptions. Now you're going to go into KC where they're going to be able to put up points all game long and they have a better coach that knows how to hold the lead here in Kansas City. Is this a blowout waiting to happen? No, no. I, see, I don't look at four picks. I look at four touchdowns. I look at a, a young kid that comes in and, and faces major adversity in the first half. It's basically dead. It comes in and just blows the doors off. Uh, it, it, no matter who they played, it doesn't even matter who the opponent is, okay? Um, you know, Doug P versus Andy Reid obviously come from the same tree, right? They come from the same mold. Uh, honestly, I, I 100% don't think that Jacksonville will win this game, but I think this is going to be just like the Eagles and Giants game. I think it's been a lot closer than people think. I think Jacksonville is going to give them a good run because don't sleep on the Jacksonville defense. All I'm saying, don't. And Mahomes has been very erratic with the football this year, even though he's put up monster numbers. If you get him out of the pocket, rush him and frazzle him just a little bit, he tends to make mistakes. So I'm just throwing it out there. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked that they lose, but I can see a close game. You know, at times Mahomes does. They're trying to do some wild shit in the last couple games, so you never know. They can get ahead of themselves. Joe, you like the passing attack for the Jaguars? Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, ATN. How would you attack this game from a DFS perspective? I think you know. I think Tony made a good point. Uh, they're playing great. The Jaguars, the offense are, and they look good. But if they're going to compete. It's going to be the defense. They got to slow Mahomes down. If they can get Mahomes, they can hold them to under, you know, 28, 24 points. Uh, if this becomes a shootout, they're not going to be able to keep up pace with the Chiefs. So uh, from that standpoint, you know, from a DFS perspective, there's a lot to like about the Chiefs because they could score. They could end up running it up, right? This past defense of the Jaguars, 
you know, has given up some big games. And I'll look at playing Mahomes and some of these Chiefs, especially these second-tier pass catchers on the Chiefs who are lower-priced. Um, and then be, because it's such an explosive offense on that end, you, same thing goes on the Jaguar side because, you know, these guys like Zay Jones and – and Ingram, Ingram's prices come up a little bit, but they're, they're good value receivers in the game that should have points. Now, Dave, man, let's go to the Sunday afternoon game. Who's worse, man? The Bills almost losing to the Dolphins or the Bengals almost losing to Ravens? Like, I thought that Bills game was going to be over before it started. Skylar Thompson, you know, playing at home, Buffalo. I thought it was going to be a walk in the park. That game became super close. They almost blew that. They've blown games all season long. This Buffalo team is on thin ice. And then the Bengals, man, they almost lost to Tyler Huntley. They should have lost to the Ravens. Like, the Bills, they did what they had to do at the end of the day. But Baltimore really gave that game up. Who wins this game, man? Because this is a close one. Buffalo. I, I think in the end, the injuries on the Cincinnati offensive line are just going to be too large to, to overcome. Buffalo's actually been decent at pressuring the quarterback even without you know, one of their best players in Von Miller. So um, I think they can create enough pressure on Barrow up in that environment. Uh, I still think the Bills can figure this thing out. Uh, I do respect both teams and can see the game script going either way. But what I do see is I do see a very heavy passing game. We saw it quickly when they played before DeMar Hamlin got hurt that this was going to be an up and down track meet. And I do think that can still happen this week. But when we go up and down track meet and we know that the, since he has to pass, I think that's in Buffalo's favor. So in the end, I do like Buffalo to really come out and play one of their better games um, because Buffalo is one of those, you know, very roller coastery type of teams. They'll play a great one, then they'll play this close one. I think we're going to see the best out of Buffalo this week. Hamlin's been in the facility working out. I think there's a lot to say for motivation and getting one out of the way that was closer than they thought it should have been. I do like Buffalo a lot. Yeah, I agree to that. I think Buffalo is a better team. I just think Josh Allen needs to take a step back, you know, from my yeah. perspective. He just can't – he doesn't have to make He's a miracle one. play yeah. every single play. He shouldn't be fighting with linemen. Like, the guy's getting a little bit too gassed up. He just needs to take it down, like, two notches, and he'll probably be a lot better. Don't go to Tom yep. Brady levels where you're giving up on every play. Like, that was putrid to watch on Monday night, like what Brady was doing back there. It was like – Anytime he saw pressure, he threw the ball away, threw it to somebody's feet. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was just like, what are you even trying to do here? And Josh Allen's the opposite. He's trying to run through everybody, make all these miracle throws, and he makes a lot of them, but those couple that he doesn't make turns into a pick or a fumble, and they start running them back for touchdowns. That's how they lose this game. But if they if they win a turnover battle, I think they win that game. Now, Joe, Cowboys-Niners, which Dak is the real Dak? Was it the one that we saw on Monday or, or yeah, on Monday, or was it the one that we saw against commanders? He's been fluky. He's been back and forth. I think he was overrated on Monday night, but I don't think he's as bad as he was against Washington. What's your thoughts on Dak and did this Niners defense just shut him down here? Yeah. I just think this year we haven't seen the Dak that we were expecting and it's been all year. I mean, he played okay, you know, Monday night, but it still wasn't, you know, the DAC of last year or we were seeing in years past. And I don't think that changes. I don't think this offense changes. I think that the Niners take care of business. Tell who you got here. Who, who do you got, number one? And let's assume the Eagles are a better team and Joel cries on Saturday night after they lose. Um, who, do you, who do you think wins and who do you prefer to win here? Is it the Niners or is it the Cowboys? 
Oh, it's 100% the Cowboys. I, I want nothing to do uh, with the 49ers. Uh, I, I said that the day they made that Christian McCaffrey trade, uh, he is the best thing that Kyle Shanahan could ever have to formulate an offense and a healthy Christian McCaffrey at that. So, um, listen, I know everybody's like, ah, Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Listen, man, he just needs to be a game manager. He, in that offense, with that defense, that's the one team that I've always said that scares me in the East. So, yeah, I I hope, I, I hate to say it, and I know our boy Josh, the producer of the series, ain't listening, so I won't hear, I love the Cowboys, but I would love nothing <laughs> more than the Cowboys to beat the Niners because I'd much rather play Dallas, I'll be honest. Dave, you well, Dave, you, you uh, cover some college. You and Joel do some college football. Is, is Purdy a guy that's going to be a starting quarterback in the future, or is he just riding the wave? with this Niners offense and defense, or is he the real deal? Not the real deal, but in a, in a, in a Kyle Shanahan managed offense, almost anybody can be. So if he stays with San Francisco, he can be something He and something being a top 15 quarterback. Um, he's hasn't shown it yet, but he's often turnover prone. He locks in um, the arm strength. Isn't tremendous, but in that offense, when you can do so many different things with Debo, with C-Mac, with Kittle, um, all these good safety blankets, instead of having this wide spread out offense, he can be something. And and what I will say, I agree with Tony. I have preseason money on the Niners. I was big on the Niners before the season. So Eagles Niners, perfect, you know, for me, you know, I'll win one way or the other. But <laughs> I feared them. I feared them from day one. I thought they were they were bringing back a team. Don't forget, this is a team that got the NFC championship last season. Um, and we're knocking on the doorstep versus Los Angeles Rams and probably should have won that game if Garoppolo could have done anything. I think Purdy can do a little more than Garoppolo, which is crazy to say. So you got you got the Niners moving on facing your Thank Eagles, you. and then you got the Bengals moving on facing the Chiefs. I'm assuming. No, Bills, Bills. Oh, Chiefs. the Bills move. Yeah, Bills, Chiefs, and then who do you got in your Super Bowl prediction right now? Eagles, Bills. Eagles, Bills. Tone, who do you got? I'm saying why Philly, Buffalo. Joel, Giants. Eli Manning. No, I got I got Niners, Bengals. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I like I'll, it. I'll go just to be different from everybody else. I'll go Niners and let's go. Let's go Niners, Bills. Bills pull off a miracle. Uh, they make it there. But right now, let's do the draft cast. Let's get that thing cooking. We're going to go in tandem. So me and uh, Joel are going to be on one side. And then Dave and Tony are going to draft their own team on DraftKings as well. So let's get this thing cooking here. Now, Dave, I think you won more than anybody else this year. So I think you can decide who goes first um, and how we're going to play this thing out. I'll go first, and I'll give you guys okay. the next two. Well, you got to talk um, to your partner. So, so, you I can't can... be taking all the picks. Yeah, yeah. Talk to your partner. I, yeah, my man, my man no, does no, not no. but win, so I'm in. Tone, here's my thought. And I play a lot of NFL playoff pools. And this week, it's to me, it's Mahomes or it's Hurts. Um, I think let the let the Allen Barrow thing kind of balance itself out. But I think we got to hammer one of these quarterbacks early. What do you think? I'm thinking the same thing, man. I I, I was looking at this early. I for me, I I'll save. I know everybody's gonna say my well, I'll save the 400 bucks and I'll I'll go Jalen, man. I I, I, like I, I I just think he has more more ability to run the ball in for a couple scores that really help us. So, Joe, we don't have yeah, to let's take do it. That, that's where I was. 
Joe, we don't have to take a quarterback till the end now. They they made the easy choice for us. But let's talk quarterbacks and let let's let's just talk some strategy around quarterbacks here. You have the slate pulled up. I got the slate pulled up. Um, how are you looking at quarterback, Joe? You know the, the interesting thing about quarterback this week is that there's only uh, eight to choose from, but they're like five of the best quarterbacks in the league all playing. <laughs> so they're like five superstars. Um, you can go your direction. You know, I think one direction I like to go is Burrow because he's the significantly cheaper and he's still one of the superstars in which would be a high scoring game. So I'm early lean Burrow right now. Are you ruling out? Purdy and Daniel Jones with the defenses of Dallas, maybe bring pressure. Are you ruling out Dak versus San Fran? You know, you have an eight quarterback slate. What's your feel on these quarterbacks? Are like, is it, I, I kind of agree with you. Like Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, they're kind of like in that top tier and they're priced accordingly. And then you got Joe Burrow, which you're getting the discount. He's that guy. And you got Trevor Lawrence probably playing garbage time. So there's something there. Daniel Jones, discount is there, um, but Philly's defense worries me a little bit. But he's got the rushing upside, and I think it's crazy. I was sitting there talking. I was hanging out with four Giants fans. I'm like, it's funny how Daniel Jones is not considered a running quarterback, whether it's DFS, maybe DFS players are a little bit sharper. But, like, in the real world, like, nobody thinks that Daniel Jones is like, oh, that's a running quarterback right there. But he's been running for more yards than most guys. So how do you rate these guys if you're not going up top with the top three? My number one, if I'm going to go cheaper, is actually Trevor Lawrence. I just think that's the best scoring environment um, in a game where I don't think the Jaguars are going to win. But either way, if they get blown out, it's good for him because he's going to be throwing all game trying to come back. And if it's a close game, I just don't see them shutting down the Chiefs. So um, if it's a back and forth, I still think it just gives him an opportunity to score. So. From that perspective, I know that they're going to win. I know that they're favorite. I just think it's a good scoring and DFS environment for the game. Yeah, I showed out there, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Jones. Well, we're trying to talk some quarterbacks here. Daniel Jones did throw up 19 against this team, um, against the Eagles earlier this year. I know it's a different team, different time. All right, Joel, let, let's stop talking quarterbacks. There's not too many good running backs on this slate. Um, I don't got faith in the Eagles running backs. I don't even know if Sirianni knows who he's running out there. Um, Kansas City has been super tough, too, because McKinnon just keeps scoring touchdowns and Pachenko is getting involved, and then Ronald Jones finds a way to get in. Um, Mixon hasn't done anything all year. Singletary and Cook are kind of shitty. Um, do you want to just grab McCaffrey, get the free square, and, and put that guy in? I'm okay with McCaffrey. I, I think my only issue with McCaffrey, obviously, I think he could be the best player in the slate. He's great. It's just a lot of money to pay for a running back. If he is even average, it hurts you because you can find average elsewhere. So, um, do you make the choice, Joe McCaffrey or, or Barkley? Who do you prefer? Give me Saquon. You want Saquon? All right, man. You guys are you guys are all picking with your hearts here. You got Saquon coming in, Jalen Hurts on the backside. All right, we'll go Saquon, man. I'll trust you. We got another pick too, so. Um, yep. running back is, is light, man. If, if you feel good about another running back, I kind of have the slight lean on McCaffrey over, um, Barkley by a smudge or smidge, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, who do you like for value? Is it ATN just getting volume? I like ETN. He's a good value there. Kansas city run D is, is pretty strong, but you know, they're going to score points. I think he's a fine play. 
Um, yeah, if you really want to look for value, and I'm talking now like GPP value, not not something that's safe that play in a cash game, but I'm also looking at Eli Mitchell and James Cook here. These guys are really cheap at the bottom. They both have the ability to break off a big run. They'll get enough carries or they'll be involved enough where they can be in that winning um, kind of GPP lineup. So if there's two guys I'm rolling the dice on in the back, those would be the two I'd be looking at. All right, give me ATN. You you chose Barkley. I'm gonna I'm gonna trump you. I'm gonna go ATN. Uh, I just want to beat these Philly guys, and I think get getting these running backs that are safe. I think there could be some landmines out there. So give me ETN. Uh, I think his price is sixty four hundred. Let me see here. Yeah, sixty four. Oh, yeah, you got it. it yeah. Yep. All right, you All guys right, are up. back to we back picks. We got ten minutes to make two picks here, Cone. So yeah, I was gonna say we got shot go? clock here, man. We'll be here till like one a.m. Um, <laughs> let me see. I got a bedtime, man. I'm old. Uh, so I do think we go. They use running backs. Do we go there or do we go somewhere else? Uh, so I got to ask you guys because I'm I'm new to the show here. So like, how does this work? Are we not allowed to pick the same guy? Or yeah, we, you can't pick that, the same guys. So no. you got to pick independent. Yeah, yeah. So whoever we pick. So now, like, basically, since you picked the quarterback, I know you don't need a quarterback. So I'm saving my quarterback. You know, towards the end, we'll figure it out. So you you can pick your strategy around that. So so basically, because they so so because they took running backs and we don't. So we, we can just focus on receiver now. We can still slide yep. a running back in our flex and, and yeah, take another true. running back off the board from you guys. And then loser, loser has to chug a beer next week on the show too. Just putting that out there. Can I? Can I? I'm on a diet, bro. I got to chug on sweet ice tea. No, you get your uh, son has to come and pour a bucket of ice over your head or some something else fun. I'll try. We're not gonna lose. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we Dave, don't Dave lose. never loses. We don't lose. We don't lose. <laughs> So I'm like thinking it. if we go receiver, one of my favorite where you where you got receiver because I do think CD has value here because of San Fran's D backs. But I, there's some other ones. What do you like? Man, I, there's this. This is like Joel said, man. Like even with the top quarter, I mean, you have some of the top receivers in the league. I mean, I listen. Perfect. I, I will, I'll say this, Dave. The, the one guy that I'll always go to day in and day out, and no, I'm not going to go Philly bias here, but is Stephon Diggs. I just, you know, this dude is the best receiver in my opinion. Gets always open all the time, and he's most consistent week to week. And I don't know, man. I I just look at that Buffalo team. That's Josh's guy. When we talk playoff time, right? When we talk playoff time, it's the big guys that shine. I mean, 19 targets in two weeks, 100, 100 yards the last two weeks, big average. I mean, I'm in. I'm in on Stephon Diggs. Let's do it. I, I wanted to lock in one ace, and I actually don't want to lock in an Eagles receiver. And, and hear me out on this. So I like Diggs here. I see a lot of value, and Jay, I caught it last week, a lot of value at the tight end position, right? Almost everyone hit. Like, it was just crazy tight end week. Looking at tight ends this week, Kelsey is like a free square, but it's a lot of money. I think our boy Goddard's the guy in the passing yes. game. I think we got to attack. You watch TJ Hawkinson go for like 20 targets, you know, against the Giants. I'm thinking we grab Dallas here with a little discount over Kelsey. I love it. I, I see at least two, wide, uh, two tight end screens in this game, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think he's got he, he's eight targets. He's eight targets minimum, yep. I think, in this. And at forty five hundred, I love that over seventy seven hundred. Exactly. Joe, Joe these guys are complaining about our time clock. So I texted you some names. You, do you like any of those names that I texted you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to give up my. Uh, no, no group text. It's a private uh, giant. This, this ain't on Discord, is it? <laughs> The private Giants text. I threw out some wide receiver names. You like any of those guys? Yeah, I like Zay. 
All right, so let's plug in some uh, Zay Jones. What about uh, the other guy? If I say the other guy's name, he's going to be drafted next. So just uh, do you like the first guy I mentioned, the one with Zay? No, I'd rather not as much. I like the guy you mentioned in your second text or one of the third, preferably, probably. The thing is, the guy I like from that team is probably not the one that most people are taking. So I don't think we need to take him here. Okay. So you pick pick another wide receiver, though. I think that's the spot to go. They got right, that let's, let's go with T. All right. T. Higgins it is. All right. We're, I like it. We're a lot quick. of Jaguars on that squad. I know. They're going to be playing from behind, and they got your boy uh, Goldilocks throwing the ball to them. Goldilocks. My man, four TDs, man. For that first half, I I had to see, if I had to see him throw – Pick and then do his hair one more time. I was going to turn off the TV, bro. It was gross. gross. I'll just not figure who All gets right. more ass, him or Jimmy G. <laughs> Definitely Jimmy. Yeah, yeah I think T-Law's got a girl. But yeah, yeah, you know. um, Jimmy's always hitting on every reporter, too, so I'm going Jimmy. But... Oh, yeah, dude. He's, he's, he's got the hammer ready each game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Tone. I think we get one receiver here, and then we go back. We, we can squeeze a running back in, so – What's one of your other favorite receiver spots? I, I can tell you from my perspective, I do think the Giants will have to use one of those under owned receivers. We could look there um, and get some discount. Or is there anyone else you like? No, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I like I got a, a running back that I want, so I'll, I'll let you go receiver here. Okay, perfect. So, um, you know, I think it's going to actually be, you know, I'm going to go off the script of the Giants receivers. I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. I just yeah. think, you know, we had a nice, solid game out of um, Debo last week. Cheap value. We talked about it, Jay, on that draft cast. That was a guy that you, you really could blow up and blow up a slate. I think Ayuk's that guy this week. You're going to have big chase around Debo, and I think that's a decent matchup for Dallas. But I think Ayuk's all day. Uh, I really like him in this matchup. I like that. I like that a lot. I definitely like that. Um, for running back, I'm going to make this easy, man. I completely disagree with Jay. Um, no disrespect, but you know, last five weeks, this dude had 29 targets, 25 receptions, 265 yards, and eight touchdowns. Man, Andy Reid is going to Jarek McKinnon all day long. Yep. I don't care about nobody else. This dude is an absolute PPR monster, and he will continue to be that in the playoffs. He will lean on the veteran because that's what Andy Reid does. You lean on your veteran running back, and that's going to be Jarek McKinnon. So for 6,000, give me him all day. I right, love that Joe. pick. I was I was eyeing him up, so we're all right. Yeah, bro, I feel we love they fly. Didn't have to fly. Text it either. It was got that, Joe. Just so I know, I can I can strategize. We won't pick him now, but where do you want to go at quarterback here? Do you want to do you want to go burrow? Do you want to pay up? Do you want to pay down? What do you right now? I'm looking at what we can do with this lineup. I've already put together the spec of Every pick we go from here, I think a good strategy here is to go and take it would be to go lean on Lawrence. We already have two guys that on his offense that could be potential pass catchers. Uh, I just I, I got a bias towards Lawrence, man. I just don't believe in this dude. Uh, I don't love him either. I just think he makes sense for this roster. But Burrow Burrow's there, only five hundred dollars more. You don't like that the matchup you worried about or just the him playing from behind? I don't mind. No, I like Burrow a lot. I'm, I'm okay with Burrow. I just we'd have to change one of my picks somewhere else. But I'm, 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 I'd be happy with Burrow. All right, give me your other pick first, then. Let me see who, who else you like here. The okay, so 
I'll just say I wanted to steal Kelsey. And if we're going to steal Kelsey, we need to get cheap and make that work. But I think Kelsey's going to have a big day. Um, and if we can get the, the high-scoring tight end here, I think that's that'll be a solid pick. All right. Go for it, man. So I'll plug in that in. And we got to go cheap now. Um, so hmm. um, who are you going to go? I'm, I'm looking at the pricing right now. If you go, you went Kelsey, so he's already locked in. You tell me you're going to go Lawrence. So we have to go super cheap at wide receiver and our flex here. Um, I like, as a Giants fan, I like Richie James. I think, you know, everyone's going to overcompensate for Hodgins after he had the big day last week. I think they're a coin flip, and you'll get a much lower-owned, cheaper Richie James, who I think has just as much upside. Who do you think covers, you know, maybe these Philly guys? We'll go James, but I just want to talk about it uh, for everybody else that's listening right now. Tone, um, who's the guy to attack with against – the Philly secondary because they're pretty strong in the secondary. Is there a position that you feel like, you know, Hodgins is better or Richie James is better? We already got James. This won't hurt or help us. I just want to get your guys take because you watch this team a lot more than I do. Well, what I'll say is, and I'll let, I'll let Dave go, but I, I like Richie James this week specifically because yep. you're going to have a guy like TJ Edwards. that's going to be spying on Saquon all day. And Richie James loves going across the middle for those five, seven yard outs. So he'll be there all day. That's what's going to happen. Cause you're at, you're at Bradbury and Slay covering the two receivers. You're going to have that middle wide open and it's going to be Richie James. So that that's going to be the vulnerability to me uh, in the Eagles defense right now. Dave, do you agree? And do you agree to to fade Hodges and Slayton because they have the tougher matchups here? I agree. I mean, Slay and Bradbury have all, obviously been all pro level. And one thing we've seen with Daniel Jones is he does not throw the ball down the field. He is trying to take these, you know, quick hitters and these quick hitters in this offense. You know, it's going to be Richie this weekend. I they, that was the one cheap Giants receiver. I'd like I think Hodgins is actually getting close to priced out now, especially questionable tag. I would have gone James then Slayton. And Hodgins would have been my third. I think Slayton can still get some of those bubble screens and some stuff. You know, the slant over the middle that he obviously dropped um, was key, but he is good. That could have been huge. That could have been huge. What did you do when he dropped that ball? I was sick. I just felt like the game like, was turning. I was like, it was over. And you know what? I was also like, I, I, to me, that play, I was happy to just run. Run the clock on punt. So, like, when we threw it, he was open, and then he dropped us like so many things. But when I, I was watching that game, like four diehard Giants fans, one of my best <laughs> friends, and the amount of times I heard someone say, "Why didn't hand the ball off to Saquon?" Like, yes, they were throwing every single down. They're like, "Why aren't they running the ball, to Saquon?" I'm like, it's actually working. The Vikings' defense is terrible. Just keep throwing it. It's like they're the offense is moving. They, they scored pretty much on every drive, so I think they, they actually had a good play call. But, yeah, late in the game, I was like, why are they not running the ball here, though? Like, it didn't really make sense, but pretty interesting uh, way that turned out. Tone, I think it's up to you guys here, man. We're, we're looking pretty good on our end, so you guys got some Tone, picks to make. Tone, here's my strategy. We, we got yeah. the big, you know, we got the big wolf out there in Christian McCaffrey. We yep. can get there with a couple cheap wide receivers or, or flex spots in a cheap D. Uh, I'm okay swinging there. I'm if in. I didn't swing there, I'd go miles. But I feel better with C-Mac, don't you? I, dude, if I could give you my DraftKings page right now, I literally just put them in our lineup. Uh, oh, see, yeah, so we're on the same page. Let's go with the two. They're going to be the two top running backs on the slate, in my opinion. So let's go. Yeah. We and, got, and them, on, we got them on our it. team. 
I think we can really balance out this lineup. I'm not worried about defense. I can go as cheap as like Cincinnati versus Buffalo because we know what Allen likes to do and turn it over a few times, right? So yep. oh, if we yeah. get stuck there, let's let's look at receiver though and let's try and grab one in the 4K I, range and then balance it out. I'm gonna text you right now. I got I got I, <laughs> I, I, I'm ready. I got something for you, bro. We're, 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 I know we're on the clock. I got, but... one that, I got one that's way cheap. I want to see Me if you too. say the same thing. Let's say, Roddy, I'm going to give it to you. Five, four. Yeah. He's playing on Sundays, Mike. Mike. I just taxi you. Okay. There we go. I'm good. We're going to go T.Y. Hilton. I love it. You playing guys on play T.Y. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, It seems like Dak trusts him. And, and he's involved, man. Just, he's involved. Yeah, he's coming involved. off the street, he's, he's actually involved. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So I love it. The veteran. Tone, he's been that, there. That leaves us 5,500, 6,000 for our next spot. So that's good. Yep. Exactly. You guys didn't realize that we were texting prior to that, and we're going to take the Bengals defense. So um, Go ahead. Have, fun, have fun taking a different defense. And, Joel, um, go out there, man, and make the next pick. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to take the Bengals date. We have to, out of necessity, uh, to make this work. And we're going to pair them with the with Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju. And the idea here is we're going all in on the, on the Chiefs-Jaguars game. Um, it wasn't our plan pre-draft. It worked out that way. But at this point, we might as well go all in with a plan. And the plan is, if that's the high-scoring game, we're going to be in really good shape. All right. Juju it is. He's 51. Um, so that leaves you with enough for T Law, right? Yeah, yeah, you can put a okay. minute if you want, if you want to finish it off, but yeah, that's where we're yeah, going like here. While you guys think it out, man, like I was texting Joel, like I'm not a Lawrence guy, and I've been fading Kelsey for like the past like seven to ten weeks. Casey is so spread out, and they're getting everybody kind of healthy. Kelsey kind of worries me at 7,700, but. He could be that slate breaker at the same time. So for GPPs, everybody's available on a four-game slate, guys. Like anybody listening, T.Y. catches, you know, a touchdown. He dropped a big pass the other day. He can easily go for 10, and he can be that guy. And the winning lineup last week, I think, for the Million Maker, do you guys remember what defense it was? I'm pretty sure it was the Miami Dolphins. It was. That just it just somehow like took it down the million maker. It just yeah. it happened to work, and they scored that touchdown. So like, things can get weird on a, on a four game slate or a six game slate, especially during the playoffs. So you know, don't be afraid if you like the rest of your lineup. Say screw it. T. Y. Hilton works, or the Bengals D works, or hey, I'm paying up for Kelsey this week. Things got to be a little bit different and play that ownership game. We got our ownership on our optimizer. We'll have our expert chat talking everything out. We'll be doing shows on Sirius Saturday and Sunday nights, sweating some lines with you guys. And I'll be sure to put some props in. And, and Dave, maybe I'll have some bets up on our Discord as well. But you guys, round out your lineup. Let's see what you got. Good, so, Dave. Tom, we, got, we got two ways to look at this. So you, you spoke earlier, and I liked it. And maybe we'll speak it into existence. Jaguars D can get us home with a Miles or a George Kittle. But if we want to take a step back you know, and, and pay for the Eagles or Chiefs, then we're going to have to go James Cook. Almost like punting on D and banking on Kittle or Sanders. What do you think? I, 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 I do. We're this is why we're together. I put Jaguars and Kittle in there just in case to level it out. That's that's what I had. So Perfect. Miles scares me. Miles scares me. I love it. Week. I love it. I think, that, yeah, I love it. Well, because it's Boston 
Scott Weeks. I get it. Yeah, um, the giant so, killer. Even yeah, though, yeah. even though Weeks had a giant killer. I like that. All right, so yeah. we'll, we'll all right, complete so the Trevor like Lawrence. You know, we actually ended up. You know what I like is that we got four guys into that late game on Sunday, so um, I do think that has a little more offense, like it did. Brock Purdy was the leading quarterback outside Dak this past weekend, so I like it. I like where we're at, and let me add that shit was ridiculous, man. That was that was tilting when he got that that rushing touchdown where that ball could have been in um, earlier, and he ended up being the high scorer. I, I had a lineup or two with him, but didn't go. I went over Danny Dimes in the the full slate over Purdy and Purdy went out there and did his thing. So, um, Joe, what do you think the high scoring game in the slate is? Uh, I mean, I, I, my heart or would I, my money <laughs> with your money, man, we're talking, we're talking to the listeners, the highest scoring game on the slate. Who is it? I think it's going to end up being Buffalo Cincinnati. Okay. Are we dealing with weather out there yet? Because I'm seeing some weather. It is Buffalo. Uh, it's warmer in New York today, but do we have any weather concerns in Buffalo? I'm going to pull it up real quick right now to see. Doesn't look like uh, it. No, and and I'll tell you my my concern is the way Cincinnati's played these past now what five playoff games, um, they just played a slower pace in the playoffs. I'm with you, Joe. That's what it should be. I'm just wondering if Cincinnati wants to play different. I I, I just don't know yet. Like that was weird. Like they should have ran that team off the field. Yeah, it looks like there's some wind, potentially some rain, but not snow as of yet um, in Buffalo. So I want to keep an eye on that. It's it's still Wednesday. Um, shaking hit crazy out in Buffalo. We got Jim Thompson up there. Um, so we'll we'll be posting some some weather reports in our chat. Um, Tone, what do you think the stack is that you're gonna need to, to take something down? Quarterback. Wide receiver combo. Who do you think is going to be on the the million maker lineup? I'm sticking to that same game, man. I really am. I, I I like that's why I like Stephon Diggs. I I think this is a Josh Allen Stephon Diggs kind of game, and and possibly you can sneak a tight end like a Dawson Knox who who started the ball out. Maybe a James Cook for some value, but uh, I I definitely think the Allen and Diggs connection is going to be the most profitable this weekend, in my opinion. Um, Dave, man, if you had to make one bet right now, what's the lock bet of the weekend? Eagles team total. I, I, I do think they're going to score points. I'm a little nervous about if the Giants, you know, I think they're going to score points too. I like what Tony said, 28, 24, something in that range. But I think their team total was sitting at 24 and a half last time I checked. Oh, let me double check. But I like their team total this weekend. I do think when people doubt the momentum factors, hurts his shoulder. I think they've had two weeks to script something up. And I, I think they're going to come out firing. And then um, it's going to be a good game the whole game. Don't get me wrong. But I like them to score points this week. All right. It's gonna, I'm just going to put out a couple things real quick just so you guys are aware. There are player props out already. Just on the passing yards, you got Patrick Mahomes, 310. Trevor Lawrence, 250. Jones, 221. Jalen, 247. Burrow is actually above Josh Allen. Burrow is 275. Josh Allen, 268. And then Purdy is 239, Dak Prescott 250. So Mahomes is the only guy over 300. Then there's a pretty big drop-off to get to Burrow and Josh Allen. Anything out there that stands out to you, uh, Joe, about you know passing props? 
Yeah, I like to still go to. Um, I actually like sticking with Mahomes. I think they're going to have a big game at home. Big, you know, take care of business. So even though it's the highest number, I, I think I have the most confidence in, the, in that offense. Okay, Tone McKinnon's got twenty yards rushing at his prop. Pachenko fifty-five. But you're expecting more passing attack out of McKinnon. ATN sixty-six. Daniel Jones surprisingly. Yeah, let, let's ask you guys, Dave. What do you think Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts' rushing props are? <laughs> so last week you did this, and it was astronomical for Jones. I think it comes down this week. I'm going to say 39 for Jones, 50 for Hurts. 45 for Jones, 50 for Hurts. So you're pretty damn close. <sighs> Surprisingly, Sanders is 66, and Saquon is only 69. I think that there should be a gap you know, wider than five yards between Sanders and Barkley. I find that kind of surprisingly in the Buffalo game, Joe Mixon, 48, Josh Allen, 42, Singletary, 43. And, and Tone, your boy McCaffrey, what do you think his rushing prop is? Um, Zeke is 34, Pollard is 46. What do you think you got for uh, McCaffrey, who I actually think is the best running back on the slate? I'll say 84 and a half. Joe, what do you think? The over-under? Yeah. Uh, 64. Yeah, he's 65 and a half. So kind of low on McCaffrey. Um, receiving yards, let's go through a couple of these guys real quick. Christian Kirk, 64. Ingram, 46. McKinnon, 32. Juju, 50. MVS, 30. Marvin Jones, 28. Travis Kelsey is high, but maybe Joel's right. He's uh, 79 and a half, which I haven't seen him do in quite some time. Good for our team. Zay Jones, 54, so he's up there. A.J. Brown, 71. Devontae, 64. And then Richie James, 45. Goddard's, 48. Hodgins, 40. They did the same thing <laughs> with these Giants receivers. They, they, they got them all the same number, 45, 45, and 45. Last week, I bet them all over. I think I hit all, all three of them. Yeah. 45, 45, 45. This is a tougher matchup, though, than Minnesota. And last week, they were all like 39, 40, 42. What's your thoughts here, Joel? Do they all go over, or it's less passing this week against Philly? Well, the one thing I don't want to do is, like, carry over last week's results to this week because Minnesota is the worst pass defense in the league. So, like, it was a great bet last week because results were going to come against that defense. Um Less confidence this week. It's a much better defense. I do think one of them will get there. I just don't know which one. So um, you're kind of just like picking out of a hat. Yeah. Stefan Diggs, 81. Jamar Chase, 82. Higgins is 66. Nice value you got there. Tone, I'm surprised, man. Surprised at you. I texted Joel a name. He didn't want to take him. I thought you are going to take him. I kind of wanted him. He kind of emerged again last week. Your boy, Gabe Davis. Had a pretty big game, man, and his prop is only – actually, it's pretty high. It's 57 and a half, so it's under T. Higgins, obviously above Tyler Boyd. Um, why no Gabe Davis for anybody today? Well, personally, I did look at him, but because we had digs, I didn't want to take both of the receivers on the team. So I, de I definitely did look at him because I thought at 4,800, he's a really, really good value. Um, and if you look, he's 19 targets in two games. He did have a big – but he had a 33-yard touchdown, so you take that off the 113, but uh, still getting targets. But that's the only reason. If I don't have Stephon Diggs, I, I, I probably put him in there. 
Joe, why didn't you want Gabe Davis? Because I, I put his name in the text. What do you not like about him? The price I felt was right. Um, he emerged last week. Pretty good matchup against Cincinnati. They're going to need to score some points here. Why did you not like uh, Gabe Davis in that spot? I want to say that I don't like him. I just think for me, he's very much so a GPP play, right? He's you know very far from safe. Um, he definitely does have a lot of upside. If, if you know, it could be one of those games where he catches a big one and he scores, and at 4,900, he's going to blow up that value. But there's just a, also a very low floor for a head to head matchup where he could go one and two catches for 30 yards. So I was just looking to avoid that floor. Okay. Um, San Fran is dangerous, man. Ayuk 53, Debo 54, Kittle 49, McCaffrey 34. On the receiving side, seems kind of low. Gallup is 36. Um, Dalton Schultz, 42. Um, and CD, 77. Do we bet McCaffrey, Dave? We, we can, but I, I feel like it's Ayuk. I mean, look what, you know, last week we were watching Godwin get, what, nine catches all over the middle all day. And Tampa runs a, a really crowded offense. Uh, that was one of my takeaways. Like, they have no spacing. And Godwin was still getting it. I think that's going to be Ayuk's spot this week. So I like Ayuk. Um, 50s, a, he could get it on two down the middle. But I also think you can get there with McCaffrey, but they, they're going to sell out. They're going to play a little different defense to try and take him out of the game. So I'm not sure I get all the way there on the receiving yards. I think McCaffrey runs it. I think that number, that 65, I think he gets there on the running game. Tone, what do you, do you think? Is it going to be more of a passing attack for McCaffrey or more a running attack against this, this Cowboys defense? I still think it's going to be more of a running attack. I think, like, just to go back to what Joel was saying earlier as well, that, you know, this is why a guy like Eli Mitchell could be a really good value. Kyle Shanahan is going to live uh, by running the ball. It's the playoffs, and we've watched this before. We watched this play out in Atlanta. watched it all over. So uh, I definitely think McCaffrey and Mitchell form a nice one-two combo this weekend. Yeah, our projections, just to look at them quick, we got – on our optimizer at winddailysports.com. Mahomes one, Hurts two, Josh Allen three, Daniel Jones four, ahead of Burrow, which they're probably expecting some, you know, rushing attack here. Trevor Lawrence behind Burrow. Nobody liking Dak Prescott against that, that San Fran D. We got our running backs. Ownership will populate, you know, as the week goes on here. It's too early to tell. Ownership, McCaffrey is slightly ahead of Barkley. And when you sort by value, I don't know. Is Hilaire back? If he's back, man, that kind of worries me a little bit more. I haven't really looked into that yet, but um, value is popping on McCaffrey and Barkley still because they're going to be in a good spot. ATN as well. On the wide receiver side, again, McCole Harmon probably back. We need reports on this this Kansas City offense. Richie James pops, Slayton pops, Zay Jones pop, Gabe Davis pop, and even, like Tony said, Stephon Diggs still pops at that 7,700 marker. Um I'm pretty much good to go here. Tone, one last thought, man. Give me a 30-second rant to tell Joe that the Eagles going to fly high on Saturday night. And also, talk about your team, man, how you guys going to beat us down in our draft cast. Listen, man, I'm just going to say, obviously, when you get into the playoffs, you know, we we went through a whole offseason. I'm going to toot my own horn here for a minute um, because even in Philadelphia – people were dogging Jalen Hurts. The national media was dogging Jalen Hurts. And Dave knows, uh, you know, not just me, but there were a lot of people, but I was one of them that continued to say I was all in on Jalen, that when you have 
the intangibles that a guy like Jalen Hurts has. A guy that says, hey, coach, I want to do film study. Hey, coach, I want to spend more time in the training room. Hey, coach, I want to get behind my offensive lineman. He, do, we, do, do people realize that Jalen Hurts attends the defensive back sessions? He, he attends the defensive back film sessions. You know why? Because his dad's a football coach. It's in his pedigree. So when you have that, when you have that, that, that intelligence behind you, Sky's the limit, man. So those intangibles to me uh, will weigh out and, and, and come out full circle. And last thing, shout out to Lane Johnson, who's playing with a torn abductor, okay? Basically ripped his abdomen apart, and he's playing in this game because he wants to win a ring. So I'm just throwing it out there, man. We, we have the best line, and we have, in my opinion, the best quarterback when it comes to intangibles in the game. So I, I'm all in on the Eagles. Tony, I agree with, with Jalen talk. You watch him a lot more, but when I saw him do an interview at his house at one time and I seen like the picture he had where he's like basically leaving whatever Alabama to go to Oklahoma or whatever the hell he went to, um, his mindset is right. The way he's practicing, the way he's out there, it's all right. He's a guy that's going to be a leader for quite some time. He might not have the arm of certain guys or anything of certain guys, but he's got the heart and he's got the mindset that's that's correct. I think they're a better team here. I think they win, but – and I'm not even a Giants fan, right? I grew up a Niners fan with Steve Young and Jerry Rice, so I'm going to be rooting for the – I'll root more for the Giants because I'll probably be hanging out with Giants fans um, during this game. But the only thing that's like – I'm a Met fan too, right? So, like, oh. a, as a Met fan and, and a non-Giants fan, like, they just have something, man. I don't know if it's the organization tomorrow like – they just find ways to win Super Bowls. Coach. Like, yeah, it's, it's coaching and it's just the organization. It's like the opposite of some of these shit organizations like the Raiders or the Commanders. Like, no matter what happens, they're oh. not going to win. The Giants are the opposite, man. Like, even if they've done some dirt, whatever the case may be, like, they're always – they come back around, they're competitive, and that's the only thing that would scare me. And it does scare me if I was an Eagles fan just simply because it's too much rest. You know, like, you want rest for football, but Jalen's gotten out, like, four weeks of rest, so he might come out slow, but the positive to your side is not like the Giants are like the Bills where they can put up like 21 points in a quarter. It's going to take them some time. So even if they got out to a 7 or 10-point lead, I think the Eagles have enough to come back um, if their defense stays strong. But Saquon healthy, this is going to be a very close game, I hope. I hope it's entertaining and I hope it's close. And, you know, one of you guys will win. Dave, last thoughts, man. You're going to be at the game. Yeah. Are you? Are you – when you go to like, so I go to a game, I gotta bet it. Are you good? Are you forcing bets at the game, or are you just like, I want to go as a fan with my family and have a good time? Hell yeah, I'm betting it. Now it depends if the liquor takes over the beer and and, and makes those bets bigger than they should appear. Um, but um, yeah, we'll see once we're there and feeling it out. But let's just look. Much respect to the Giants, great season. But you know, if I had to paint a picture. This is the best matchup the Eagles could have got outside of Seattle. And we'll see what happens. I mean, the Eagles are 5-0 in the division round when they play at home. Um, they they had the experience last year. It almost feels like the Giants are going to are, are building what the Eagles built the year before. And, and they've made a great run in all due respect. But And then I, I do think the Eagles will pull it out. And I do, I'm not sure I'm taking seven and a half. I, I, I respect the Giants too much right now with seven and a half. Jay, you're right. If it got down to seven, even if it slides under, I'll feel better. Seven and a half, I give the Giants that lean right now. And let me just say this. I closed last week with saying Debo's a sleeper. 
My other sleeper this week, and Tony, if we didn't go T.Y., I was looking at Kadarius Tony. So if you're going to go bargain, Tony. you know, you're going to jump into that dumpster and grab something low. I just think the Chiefs have a lot more in store off the bye week for a guy that's kind of a secret weapon there. So I like Tony this week at 3,100. Keep an eye on him. Joe, say the best for us, man. Let these guys eat their words, man. Tell us why the Giants are going to win. Um, sell it down their throat one last time. We're going to clip up whoever is right at the end. I'll make sure Tony makes a nice little clip, whether it's the Giants or the Eagles. Whoever nails this right will have to uh, get a nice clip going for next week. Listen, it, for this Giants team to win, it's going to be a big play. It's going to be a big pick six. It's going to be a strip sacks touchdown, something like that. Um, and that's going to kind of get the momentum and get and propel them to victory. Um, I agree it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to guarantee victory, but I do think the Giants are going to give you guys a, a real fight on Saturday. I think it's going to be a heck of a game to watch. And my hope is the Giants come out with the victory and leaving you guys, the only thing to remember is to say Hotel California at halftime at the Super Bowl because no one's going to remember the Eagles football team this year. Not after yeah. that. Right. Damn, man. Damn, Joe. I think you win for that uh, that farewell to the Eagles, but it's going to be a good game, man. I'll be watching the games. We're going to be on series, I think, 11 to 1, so we'll be wrapping it up. And then again, Sunday, I think we're 9 to 12. We'll post it on Twitter. Give us a follow at Win Daily Sports. If you've got questions, we'll be building lineups for golf. Joe, you guys killed it on the golf show last night, so if you haven't built your lineups for golf, Hop in our expert chat. Check out the DraftCast. Um, it was a fun show yesterday. See you, you, Spencer, and Dave crushed it. Um, we'll have some more stuff counting down to Saturday and Sunday. So hop in the expert chat. Check out the articles. Lineup Optimizer, you see it on the screen right now. You can sort by projection. You can sort by value. You can see the DVP. It's a lot of good defenses, but there's going to be points put up anyway. So hit us up at windailysports.com. Use promo code WINBIG. We are out of here. Tone. Thanks for staying up late with us, man. It was a fun show, and uh, we are out of here.